I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to Their, their Tropes, Tropes Battle Battled for, for Dominance. Dominance. Okay. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, um, last, um, you remember in the last one where we like, almost, where I just kind of stopped because I was like, we're fucking this up. <laughs> we were actually on fucking time. Were we? <laughs> I didn't stop. It wow. would have been Liz, perfect. you fucked up. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Both of us are dying. Liz has work in um, a couple hours, and I just got off work, but I wasn't supposed to work today. This was supposed to be my relaxed day and do laundry day. If and you hear some clinking, I'm so sorry. I'm drinking a little bit of iced coffee I've left surprised. over for breakfast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, like, I was like, so excited to not work today. And then yesterday, right before, like, I went home, my manager, one of my managers who was opening today, like, it's on Friday when we were recording this, op- was opening and comes to me and is like, hey, can you come in tomorrow morning for truck, which is like a 9 a.m. shift, and it's normally like 9 to 2 or 9 to 4. And I was like, well, Liz and I wanted to start recording at 1. So I'm like, the latest we can start recording is 2. So I was like, um, yeah, I'll come, but I can only do 9 to 1. And he was like, okay, I'll take it. I show up. I find out the reason that he asked me to come in is because he, they for some reason scheduled the four new people to do it today, and there yeah. were 80 fucking totes to unload. And I'm like, why did you only schedule yeah. new people? That's managers for you, baby. Oh my god, it wasn't him. Like I, he would never, cause he, he would well, never that's, do that. That's the people who make the schedule. Yeah, for, like, yeah. That's that's, that's the store up. manager, and she's. I have a lot of words. Um, <laughs> that's me. And my, that was me and my old fucking. Job. Right. I just I got a lot of words. She was supposed to um ha- like contact my the store I'm transferring to when I moved. She was supposed to contact them and be like. Um, tell them to like reach out to me and stuff um she didn't all week so i finally texted her today and i was like hey did you ever get in contact she's like no but you can do it today and i'm like well well like that girl that was your whole job. purpose of me telling you to do it right i was like uh, that's totally your job yeah. um it's fine um i'm not the only one who has beef it's fine <laughs> it's fine that's that's yeah that's fucking retail man yeah um, on the yeah. bright side, I have friends who live um, in the city that the storm transferring to is in, and I found that mm-hmm. recently found out they lived in that city, and I was like, oh my god, what are the odds? Like then, because I know they frequently shop at the clothing store TM that I work at. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so funny because that means the, the store that you guys have been shopping at is the one I'm transferring to, and they were like, oh, it's never busy, and I was like, thank God. You should, uh, <laughs> after tell me who it is. I'm curious. Do I know them? No, you don't know them. Okay, uh, then never mind. <laughs> it's just uh, Matt and Cass. Uh, some of my like they're uh-huh. Mass friends, but they've been in Connecticut for the past year. Ah, fun. But they're moving back to Massachusetts. Yeah. I'm um, so excited for you to be listen. in Connecticut because like I'm not excited for Connecticut, but I'm excited well, to be in the Northeast. Yeah, because where you are in Connecticut is very close to me. It's right. Not, like we get to hang out. It's Liz totally and I are gonna do like for a day trip. Yeah, yeah, like we're gonna be doing um like in person recordings if we can, and we're really excited about it. Yes, I love it. I mean, it won't um, happen every time, but like you know, we'll definitely try mm-hmm. to do a few, make it special, and so I can finally give Liz that present that I was hinting about. <laughs> Um, Anything I'm else? Getting, to I get my my wisdom teeth out tomorrow. I'm Ooh, terrified. Wait, that's tomorrow? Yes. Why did I literally... think it was like next week or something? No, that's why I was like, I we have to record today, right? Oh my <laughs> goodness! Because I divide my wisdom teeth. I'm so. Sc- I was at first, I was like, no big deal, and now I'm getting closer. I'm like, you'll be I'm fine. Fucking terrified. I'm I did that when I was terrified. like 12. You'll be okay. You're, you did. You got your wisdom teeth out at 12? Yeah, they were really bad. Oh my! They God. were crowding my gums, so I had to. And I have um, a cousin who's an orthodontist, so he did them for my family. But, like, he didn't do them at, like, a reduced rate or anything, so I don't know why we went to him. He's kind of an asshole. We don't like him. <laughs> like, I have no idea why we 
went to him for it genuinely yeah <laughs> like he's literally in new jersey like why did like 12 year old me have to fly across the country to get my wisdom teeth done for the same cost as doing them at home <laughs> makes Who no knows, sense man i yeah i'm just scared but it'll be fine it just it sucks because i'm like I'm not a picky eater, but I'm really particular with the things I like. Right. Like, where's it? Yeah. One of the biggest things that's like you can eat soup. Mm-hmm. I cannot eat soup if it's not hot. Like, if it's slightly cold, I can't. I don't know eat who it. enjoys lukewarm soup. But is. that's not. A that's how thing. you're supposed to eat soup. What? What? Like when you get your wisdom teeth oh. out, because if it's too hot, it can like fuck it up. And so, and like it's not even where it's like oh like oh, it's not my favorite like I cannot fucking eat it. Just eat mushy <laughs> food. I survived. No, off you mushy need food. you need like liquids, like not complete liquids, but kind of more liquid yeah, food for the first I couple days. Started I told... eating solid food um, the third day because it was Passover, and I really wanted Passover food. Oh my god, you're not supposed to do that. I know I wasn't, but I did it. <laughs> I told well like the thing is you're not even supposed to really even have soup till like the second or third day yeah and so i told hair is ass yeah i told my manager that on sunday i was gonna send my mom in to just buy miso soup broth for me because mm-hmm. that's like the one soup where it's like if it's like slightly cold you mean like, like miso drink... soup yeah yeah i love miso me soup too. so i can't i i have to like learn how to make it so i stop <laughs> wasting money on it. yeah my manager was like oh i'll send you home with it on friday for free Aww. i was like my i'll just have my mom come in on sunday and buy it it's okay just because i don't want it to go bad right you know but it was it was very sweet i love i love them it's it's really crazy that Sorry, we're blabbering for so long. Yeah, it but happens. it's really crazy the treatment like difference between like here and my old job. I'm so where happy. my old job, I 100% would have been asked to come in the day after my wisdom teeth right, surgery. Right, they would not have let you because take a break. They fucking did that to to someone else at my job who had major dental surgery. They wow. made her come in after it. And then at my current job, I mentioned to my manager where I was like uh, I'll let you know how I'm feeling on Wednesday. I should be fine. I might just not be able to, like, take phone calls because, like, you know, right. and talk a lot. And she goes, oh, well, like, if you're really not feeling well to come in, just let me know. Because, like, Aww. I don't want you to not. I was like, I love you guys so much. I, we love seeing Liz get treated the way she deserves. It's so nice. I did have someone last night. I, there was a miscommunication. I forgot to pack a free extra packet of ginger. Mm-hmm. I work at a sushi restaurant if you haven't inferred yet or know yet. Right. Um. And they called the store and the way they talked, like they were like, I need to speak to a manager. Really? I, this, this cannot be solved by anyone else. Really? Like, I need, and I'm like, the me and my, me and my friend Lauren thought we like, Send someone to the hospital because of like oh a mix God. up with food. Yeah, that's what and it was I like, would assume. A free extra thing of ginger. I'm like, if this is what you're so pissed off about, like you need psychological. Help. Yeah, <laughs> you like, need a lot of psychological help. Next <laughs> like, time they order, they have like such a particular order. I'm giving them like three fucking things of ginger, and I'm gonna be like, keep this in your fucking fridge. So if this happens again, you don't call us. Like we stop. fucking killed someone. Like, like oh, are they like a regular? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's but it's rough. Like, it's not like we don't give ginger in the packets. Right. Like, they had ginger. It was just less It's just, this was, they needed, they needed the extra list or they were going to go to the hospital. I know. So I'm like, I'm giving them like three things of extra ginger because I'm going to be like, keep this in your fridge. <laughs> keep this in your fridge. Because if you're going to get that worked up over a small mistake of something free. Right. Something. Clearly you need more. I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh, what a time. They were so salty. And then they were also pissed off because 
when you get certain meals, you know, you get a soup and a salad. Right. And we used to let people do, like, two soups or two salads, but because... The salads take a long time to make, so we run out of salads a lot. Mm-hmm. We t- we stopped doing that, and they were fucking furious. I'm Bruh, like, why get over you... it. It's a free soup. I'm, I'm over it. Literally cry about it. <laughs> it was so fun. I was just like, I was, I was more just like, what the fuck? Because they were so pissed off over, like, nothing. Right. Oh, what a Literally, time. Literally, I would tell them to cry about it, genuinely. Cry about it, please. To love it. Okay, uh, so um, now that we're done else? ranting about um, customers, why don't we like actually, you know, do the podcast? Podcast? Maybe. Yeah, crazy, I don't know. I that know. might be like a good idea. Do you think so? Crazy idea. I know. I don't let's know. Do okay, you guys think we should? Okay, okay, let's actually do it. <laughs> uh, what did you choose today, so, guys? Yeah, I got to choose this week, and I picked magical healing cock. What the fuck? <laughs> I literally had like. 15 minutes to um, get my notes down between, like, getting lunch and um, running here because, like, I hadn't eaten all day yet. And I was like, okay, let me, like, look through, like, fan lore, see if I have any ideas. And I mm-hmm. saw this, and I've seen it before, but I just never really thought about it. And I was like, I just want to know what it is. So I clicked on it, and um, I'll, there there will be a trigger warning at one point, which I'll, I'll get to. But it's it's – pretty like self-explanatory but it's like an interesting like i didn't realize how long this has been a trope um so like uh-huh. so it's a story element where a physically and or psychologically battered character finds physical and or psychological healing in sex um specifically with penises some fans only like find this trope as like a way to describe a bad fic like as to be like oh it's um like a crack fic almost like it's not good um, and then here's a brief trigger warning. Go ahead and skip ahead, like, a good 30 seconds just in case if you're um, sensitive to anything about sexual assault. So um, a really common uh, theme with magical healing t- cock trope is that it features a character who requires penetrative sex as part of rape recovery, um, which I was like, that's a little um, – That's a little iffy. I'm not really – I don't know. I, I wasn't – that that to me just feels very, like um, – not only fetishy like fetishizing like rape yeah. victims but like it feels um i don't know, it just feels very insensitive and yeah. i recognize that some rape victims do prefer um like you know do handle their trauma by becoming hypersexual but not all and i don't it's just um i mean if you are a victim of that and this is something you find comfort in i'm happy that you all, found something all, to help all you. power to you right. like super I just, respect like that. it just it was um not a great but feeling to It's read. not a great feeling because also I just feel like not everyone is writing it for that reason. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And I'll, I mean, like, I'll get into that in a minute. But, um, yeah, that's definitely not the only reason this trope exists. Um, so moving on from the trigger warning, we're not going to talk about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, time that this is often used is something called ICU sex or, like, any other um, scene or fic where characters are, like, gravely injured but, like, get better after sex. <laughs> why does this just remind me i know it's gonna be so cursed me bringing this fucking series up mm-hmm. but when like fucking in dramatical murder with like stop. alva fucks like clear while he's like fucking dying stop i literally thought of the same thing <laughs> dramatical murder keeps bringing its head up today because like i've had my friends like post oh, me, like, no. Facebook memories like just talking about it and i'm like can you guys stop talking about dramatical murder for those of you guys who don't know dramatical oh, murders from like hers. the late 2000s early 2010s it's a um yaoi uh like 
choose your adventure type game. Um, very explicit. There's very sequel, problematic. Parts very problematic too. too. Um, there is a sequel that literally is entirely just sex, and oh yeah, the majority of its fan base were preteens. Oh yeah, I so, I, I played that like wait yeah early. I played it in middle school so I it's gonna it's super cursed but the person who introduced me to it mm-hmm. is someone I met at my Catholic sleepaway camp. that is extra cursed <laughs> I that know. is very cursed I just I know Nick and I were or, like my boyfriend and I were going through like some of his old photos once and we found a photo of him and his ex like making out as a medical reader. <laughs> even jealous it was the funniest thing cursed. i have ever seen <laughs> it was so cursed oh my god it's just it was just it was like painful to look at not because you know oh that's my boyfriend making out with another girl it's because <laughs> what they were doing it's like it's dramatical murder right you remember the dramatical murder meet up at the katsukan gazebo Oh, I don't even remember that. All I remember... I was, there was, like, an event for it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I like, just this remember that Katsukon where we played the drinking game where every time we saw dramatical murder cosplayers making out, we took a shot, and, like, our friends were drunk by 2 p.m. It was a lot. This was only 20, like, 18, or 2017, like, or something like that. No, it was 20, I think it was, like, 2018, right? Let dramatical murder die! Right. <laughs> sorry sorry if you enjoy it. We... Have strong feelings as you can I tell. have very strong feelings. Um, okay, so um, and like we were saying before, where this is like very clearly not only used for these types of fix, um, because some fans like very much use this as a like let's make my characters have sex trope or like is a, a kink for them to be like, you know, I think I think I feel like um this could fall under sex pollen a lot, where the only cure for like being affected by something like sex pollen is to have sex or even like Omegaverse. When... Not to out myself, I love a good sex. Oh, pollen same, pick. absolutely, because to me, straight that up, just, it's literally the same thing as like fucking Omegaverse with heats and stuff, mm-hmm. um, where it's like heats and ruts are only satisfied by dick, that sort of thing. Yes. So, um, I and then I wrote a mini note here saying like I chose this because I thought it was interesting and I just I found um interesting stuff. Um, so I was like, I didn't really want to go looking for a fic necessarily for this just because I am not in the mood to read like a kink fic out loud right now. And I didn't feel comfortable reading the other versions that we talked about. So, um, I found a couple things that from the fan lore article, um, and there was also an important note saying that the trope itself is far older than the term, which worries me. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this, that note was from 2001. Um, <laughs> oh God! They believe that the term "magical healing clock" uh, comes from an article that I'm going to be reading shortly. Um, and it was, but it was used enough in 2005 for a quote-unquote healing cock to be included on a fandom glossary posted in January 2006, as well as some fandom discussion. Which I was like, I hate that. Um, Mm -hmm. so the article in question is actually an Onion article. Um, it's, and it's called Breathe, Come Bathe in the Healing Light of My Cock by Lobel P. Thurber. And it's... Love a good Onion article, first off. (laughs) Right? Um, so I have this and then I have another thing. Um... This is probably just going to be me reading it. I, there's not really any dialogue, obviously, because it's Yeah, I can't say that word out loud right yeah, now. Yeah, Liz also would probably combust. So yeah. um, I'll be saying cock a lot. That's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> not like I'm in a public place. Um, so let's get into yeah. it. Yeah. Are you bereaved from the loss of a loved one? Are you all alone in this world with nowhere to turn? 
Are you one of the billions of wounded souls who have suffered a deep and unamendable anguish? Well, there is someone out there who understands. Or, to be more precise, something that understands. Something far bigger than you can possibly imagine. You need to know that no matter how low you are feeling, you have a friend right now. A friend named My Cock. <laughs> oh I also God. just need you to guys know for the rest of the article that My Cock is always, like, capitalized. Like, M- it's like a name yeah it's like it's treated like a pronoun uh or not pronoun proper noun that's the word yeah my cock will be there for you always and my cock does not judge it just loves can you imagine being loved more than you ever thought possible and more frequently that is a joy you can know today simply by inviting my cock into your heart and various other parts of yourself Various other parts. <laughs> Does wow. it feel like the whole world has turned against you? My cock will never turn against you. My cock is loving and gentle. It will ease your pain and bathe you in its healing glory because my cock understands and it wants to love you as much as you want to be loved. I know you are going through some hard times right now, but as hard as these times are, you must understand that there's something out there that is even harder. Let my cock show you that you can know joy once again. You can know a deep and long-lasting joy, a deep, deep, Deep in long-lasting joy. Oh, All God. night long, I would imagine. You've probably heard of my cock, but you pro- maybe you haven't given serious thought to what it could do for you. You've doubtless figured, I'm young. I have plenty of time to start a relationship with Lowell's great big cock. But we only go around once, and you can never know when your time will be up. Life can end in the blink of an eye. Do you really want that to happen without knowing the everlasting joy that is my cock? Thousands slip into a cockless eternity for ev- every hour. Please do not be one of them. But as important as it is to start and nurture a personal relationship with my cock, you need to know that you have an enemy as well. An enemy who pretends to have your best interests in mind, but is really just out to use and destroy you. That enemy is called Jerry Smidlap's cock, and it will lead Fuck you down him. the path of Fuck him. My cock does not discriminate. My cock has had its detractors. There were people who hated my cock. They persecuted it. They mocked it. They beat it. And they pounded nails through it. But my cock is still here. Behold, my cock has risen. It has risen time and time again, gazing down upon the entire world from on high. So those of you who have fallen from grace, who have lost your way, let my cock point the way to your destiny. In closing, suffer the little children to come unto my cock, and I invite you as well. Won't you accept my cock today? Or maybe Friday night? I don't like the Jesus reference in that second to last paragraph. (laughs) My cock has risen. Oh, God. so much um but I well just, you heard about jesus parallels in film and cinema now you've heard now about you it. hear about it in jesus parallels to someone's you know liz can't say it <laughs> uh, so then the next one i have for you guys is uh literally it's a it's a blog entry called yaoi con 2001 oh give me a home where the bishonen rome i hate Bishonen, that. however you say that um i hate that so this is somebody summarizing their trip to YaoiCon 2001. YaoiCon's in LA, I think, right? Or somewhere in California. I thought it was... I didn't think it was in LA. I feel like it's somewhere in California. I'm gonna Google this. <laughs> you keep talking. Um, But yeah, so it, uh, it's, it's a good, like, five-page blog post. However, I decided to just um, take uh, the little song that they wrote at the end and then I have... Oh, have a- it's in Santa Clara. Sorry. Is that is California, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I don't know why I didn't think it was in California. I thought it was closer, but... Um, I only know that because when I was in the dramatical murder in middle school, I wanted to go. 
<laughs> oh god uh so yeah i did i purposely have not said the author's name yet just because um i want to talk about them for a second at the end oh give me a home where the beast shown in rome and they play hide the sausage all day for each yaoi tome is filled with written moans and all the guys are wonderful lays home home of the strange where we buy many costly dojins where the guys are all cute and het sex is moot because we know they're all flaming gay dedicated to yaoi con 2001 lots of smiles I- I love the, like, yeah, like, the little emote at the end. <laughs> right. And they, Very um, they did specify that it is um, to the tune of Home on the Range because, quote, nope, nothing is sacred. <laughs> um, I love that. Fuck yes. that. And um, it's just they had um, – they talked a lot. Uh, like, I'm just looking back over um, the thing. And, like, the specific reason that it was mentioned in this fan lore article is because um, they were at a fanfic panel and they kept cracking jokes about the Onion article and talking about, like, magical healing cock because of it. And okay. um, they talked about, like, you know, all the dojins they got, the panels they went to, blah, 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 and, like, all, like, the different stuff they did. They did. And I was like, okay, but the thing is, I couldn't find this website. Like, the website like, doesn't exist anymore. I found it through a cached result that Fanlore had so thankfully included because the author still uses their same blog URL that they had back then. It's katsudan.net. And it's actually a, like a published author. Um, they, use oh, he, no. they use they, them, and he, him pronouns. Uh, their name is Alex Axe, a.k.a. Alex Wells. They're a sci-fi author now. They've deleted this off their site, clearly. Um, yeah. but like he, he he had all this stuff on there, and this is this is a cash thing that I found. Isn't the internet beautiful? This is just proof. This Truly is from beautiful. twenty years ago, guys, and I was still able to access it. So just a reminder: like nothing on the internet is private. Um, shout out to you, Alex Axe, for this beautiful, beautiful uh parody song. Um, I love it. Yeah, I would love to hear a professional recording. <laughs> um it's it's uh it's i just i just thought it was really cool though too like to see like the difference between fandom then and now especially because like that's kind of how fandom was when we got into it like early 2010s like it was like there wasn't much of a difference in this yeah it was it was very um it was still very niche like it um, was very niche it was quote-unquote cringe yeah, I do love how, like, it has grown and, like, people can enjoy anime without fear of being, like, just bullied for liking anime. Right. And that's something I'm so excited for, so I'm not one of those people who are, like... Oh, no, yeah, we're not I was you. bullied in middle school for liking anime, so fuck you. Like, right. no, like, I'm so happy that people can enjoy it, but, like... It's so weird. It's it's so comforting to look at, like, kind of the old ways yeah. of fandom. Where it's, like, right. you know, the shitty fucking camcorder skin videos of people, like, right. you know? Like, I was, like, you know, like, like Cup, Cup of Squirrel, Squirrel Bonsai Pro. Mm. Like, those are my people. And, like, that was my favorite thing. And I felt, I found so much comfort in that. So it's so Same. interesting. Like, I literally used to, like, spend hours stuff watching cosplay skits on youtube me up at like 3 a.m on like my ipod touch right watching 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 fucking like death note cosplay videos right exactly and like yeah so like we're saying it's it's just it's nostalgic to look back on this kind of thing and also i will say though i miss this purely because like yes like anybody who wasn't into anime was like oh my god you're so cringy and like weird and bullied you whatever oh i was full-on bullied in middle school for liking anime but i'm saying like you were able to be fucking like quote unquote cringe. Like I could have yeah. gone to a con saying something like this and everyone would have cheered. 
yeah everyone where, like, like, like 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 r slash everyone clapped no like everyone actually would have clapped like that would have like everyone would have loved it i would have been like the celebrity of the con right where Whereas it's like nowadays people would be like film oh, film you cringe. secretly and then make fun of you it's like damn let us be cringe like we're all i, I, anime I really bro. do like unironically miss being cringe on the internet 100 percent and in person that's, that's why it's like yeah like people i feel like i don't know i'm not gonna say it it's just like I feel. I'm gonna say it. You know what? Say it, like, Liz. I feel like so many people like they they love to shit on like the My Hero Kids for that like fucking like stupid ass Todoroki song. Mm-hmm. Like you know, to like the tune of All Stars. But I'm like, I that's actually what fucking, don't know what you're talking about. But it's I'll take like your word for it. I don't remember it off the top of my head. But I'm like, that's what fucking fandom culture was. Like, let right. these 15 year olds be 15 year olds and have fucking fun. That's my. Please. I will say that's my main issue is that it feels like um. Like, kids get then, like, in trouble for not acting like a kid. And, like, at the end of the day, this They're was kids. all, like, we were, we were kids in fandom, and this is how we celebrated it. So like, let them be cringy. Like, come right. on. Like, you're, you're not telling me that I you weren't fucking cringy when you were 15. I'm like, still cringy. Shut up. I am, I'm, still I'm still fucking cringy, cringy. too. I'm still cringy too. I mean, like we run a fan fiction. We literally <laughs> run a fanfic podcast. We are so cringe, Liz. <laughs> but like, yeah, let let let's bring back cringe cult. Like, fuck cringe culture. Let's bring back being cringy. I, I want to be cringe at an anime convention. That is literally all I want. Let's go film a fucking C and V. Let's do it. You know, let's go join our fun. We time. literally have a friend who does that too. Like, we should let's we should go it. hang out with Eli. And just film C and V's all the time now. I mean, I did one with uh with him like. Uh, I think it was like beginning of junior year. Yeah, and, like, yeah. That was like a dream one. of mine when I was in <laughs> Right? I always wanted to do those. And when I tell you, it was so fulfilling. Like, right. I had you so living much out fun. your dreams. I had so much fun. I'm Let so people glad. be cringy. Thank you. Yes. Okay, we'll get off our soapbox now. Um, that's about all I have for this. Like I say, it wasn't it wasn't very long. It was just um interesting and thought it'd be fun to yeah. uh, discuss. So, Liz, do you want to get into yours? What did you get assigned this week? I randomly got assigned Earth AU. And so this is an AU where characters who live in outer space or just kind of like otherworldly kind of places mm-hmm. live on Earth. So I mean, like, go Star su- Wars. Fuck you. You're super- <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate this. I'm being bullied. You're just a little bit predictable, Liz. I'm being bullied. <laughs> um th- so this is an extension of mu- of a mundane au mm. you know i love it um as like mer- most earth AUs are just like characters like live a simple life on earth you know mm. like the kind of nice simple pacing right though while i definitely associate this with star wars as gab said mm-hmm. um this did not originate with the star wars oh. fandom this term originated with the Stargate fandom, which is, okay. I've never heard of this before, so I just kind of looked at the wiki quick. Mm-hmm. This is a military science fiction media franchise. It started with a movie in the 90s, and since then there's been a sequel movie, TV shows, comics, books, and animated series, like, a ton of shit. And I'm yeah, like, how have I definitely... never fucking heard of this? I've heard of it, but I didn't know what it was. I've never heard of it. So I was like, okay, cool, interesting. And I think it's very interesting to um, just, yeah, like I, I would 100% think like Star Wars or Star Trek would originate this. Right. You know what I mean? Like, because right. I feel like those are the major like 
outer space franchise thing for sure I but agree. um love love that um mm, good for them and so usually characters will have like mundane jobs such as running a coffee shop so it'll Alice's cross over favorite. with coffee shop they use yeah you know you know how it is <laughs> um <laughs> um and so uh as we were saying this is obviously very popular within the star wars fandom mm. when i like looked up it on ar3 like most of the fix were star wars fix i mean it's what we do it's what star wars <laughs> it's fans what we do. do it's what we do we Liz. love our um we love our mundane stuff here I, I did see some very cute ones where mm. it was just like it was like from like the Mandalorian and he's like he's like a father of baby Yoda on fucking okay. Earth. It's so cute. But baby um Yoda, baby, baby. baby Yoda. Song gets stuck in my head. Yes. And before anyone who comes comes for us for calling him Baby Yoda. Fuck you, I'm not a fucking, Star Wars fan. Fucking John <laughs> Favreau. John Favreau, the director, even said people can call him Baby Yoda. So okay, I honestly don't you. even care. Like I'm just not a Star Wars fan. I just think I just like saying Baby Yoda. Um and so uh as Gab's fucking ch- decided and knew, I chose a Star Wars right. pick. Um it's a Finn post pick because like, yeah, I'm fucking predictable. I'm sorry. This is my life. Um, it is an explicit fic. It gets more explicit later on after mm-hmm. what I have copied down. Ooh. And it's called So Real Beside Me by Galactic Proportions. That sounds like a song. On AO3. I can't place it, but it sounds like a song title. It very much could be. Uh, now it's going to bug yeah. me until I figure out what song I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so this is from... Finn's perspective so you can read for Poe and yeah it's like a little uh Finn works at like a little bookstore so like this is like I'm like I I love this I want to work at a bookstore so bad I literally all I wanted to do was work at fucking Barnes and Noble and they would never ever contact me back and I'm like literally let me work here I will spend all of my paycheck back here (laughs) I really should have been like not worried about pay and applied to like my local uh like bookstore right i'm like someone who's so lucky like I, my town still has like a small local bookstore right that's not like fucking barnes and nobles right so it's like oh it's i love going in there it's so cozy i just it's love amazing. i love it i really want to go um speaking of bookstores though have you heard about that place in the catskills that's literally like a little book village yeah i have i want to go nick sent me um something about that today and i was like yeah road trip because that looks literally so much fun not to like be a nerd but like um i'm a nerd and that sounds like my idea of a really fun trip yeah as we said me and gab's love books besides we love reading besides just fan fiction so we originated not in fanfic we originated in book books book 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 books books, bitch um Um, so I guess I'll start the fic. Mm. Okay. Okay, I guess, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. That's the point of the podcast, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, in his mind, Finn calls him the reader. Is this an ex-reader fic? Sorry. Ooh. I just had to. It's not, it's not. But, um, this is maybe a weird thing to do. And not just because Finn works in a library and at least half, okay, a third of the people he sees are there to get something to read. It's weird because it's one of the things that people in this world don't do. People in the world have names, not titles or numbers. 
Mm-hmm. Ben has a name now himself, but he's not used to it. And he doesn't know the reader's name because the reader never takes books out. He comes in usually on rainy days or for their evening hours, but also sometimes at 11 in the morning when no one else is there except desperate young parents and the elderly vets who use the place to sleep. Me. He takes me. <laughs> That's just me. Like that I was would... me in middle school. I take a fat. I used to take a fat nap in my local library. Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, it's just comforting. Yeah, I used to, for my town, the library was, like, literally right next to the, like, high school and middle school. Mm -hmm. So you would go to, like, the, so, like, kids whose, like, parents, like, couldn't pick them up right after school Mm -hmm. would, like, go to the library to, like, hang out. Because, like, it was a good place to go. And then I would just, like, go because I was, like, my friends are at the library. And then we'd, like, get, like, a 30-minute computer pass and we'd play, like, Minecraft for 30 minutes. Aw, that's cute. Yes. Uh, Sorry, I lost my place. You're good. Uh, Okay. He takes something off the shelf. He seems to favor the fiction section and settles in at the middle table with his back to the wall. It's one reason why Finn first noticed him. Most people prefer the tables by the window. I love tables by a window. I don't really care. I just like to read. So, like, like I don't care where I end up getting placed. I just want a place that I can, Mm -hmm. like, sit and read. Yeah. Uh, the other reason Finn noticed the I'm reader. Not like other girls. I'm I not like, like to other read. girls. I like to read. Yes. Uh, the other reason Finn noticed the reader is that he's beautiful. Curved nose, heavy lidded eyes, and eyelashes for weeks. A face that changes from every angle. Some uh, sometimes when he's reading, uh, makes him. Uh, sometimes whatever he's reading makes him set the sh- that strong jaw. Sometimes he takes his lower lip between his teeth. And Finn has to go to another part of the library and scrape Stop. off old labels or replace magnetic tapes until he calms down. Horny. I will say, like, if you have that person where you're, like, you know, like, you have your little crush on, like, if uh-huh. they did that, I'd be like, <laughs> hello? <laughs> Liz, trying to breathe. <laughs> Please. Me. Please stop. Um... The small Hudson Valley city is broke and cheap, so the library's collection is sparse and a little outdated. Oh, sorry, it's a library. Why did I think a bookstore? I mean, it might as well be. I love a bookstore, sorry. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like I romanticize bookstores more than I do libraries, so my I mean, brain was same like, because bookstore, like, bookstore, bookstore. They're bookstore. easily romanticizable, you know? Like, mm-hmm. when I think of, like, like a cute place, like a neat cute place involving literature, I would think of a, a bookstore. bookstore, not necessarily a library i feel like it's also just because like i feel like bookstores sadly have like decreased especially Mm -hmm. with like you know uh with like amazon right amazon is the main killer of like independent bookstores if you can afford to if you can afford and have the access to shop at an independent bookstore i highly suggest doing it because one of the things is amazon does sell their books at a loss Mm-hmm. So it's like if they put enough bookstores out of business, they'll they'll jack up their price because right. they don't have any competition. Exactly. So please go support these smaller businesses. They really do deserve it. Also, it gives... and a lot of them, a lot of them mm-hmm. have little rewards programs. So it's not like in reality you might get some money back later. The place where I go, mm-hmm. um, it's like after like ten purchases, like you get like a free book. Like it's that's worth a really it. good deal. I know it's ten or twenty or something, but it's but like, like regardless, it's like a whole ass free book is a really good deal. I yeah. also will say that um, these like local bookshops give spaces for authors to like be able to come present their works to get autographed copies, and majority of the time these co- like autographed copies are going to be free. 
like my yeah. my current like favorite um high fantasy series that i've been reading by uh jen lions lions i'm not entirely sure how to pronounce uh their name but um i have the books autographed totally for free like no additional cost because they're a local author and my bookstore was able to give them a space to come present so yeah. like that's our that's our current spiel go protect go support books. a bookstore if you can afford to do it and have the access to do yeah it. we're not yeah. classist but also if you can af- if you afford can do it amazon then you probably can do most bookstores because they're gonna have used books too yeah and the used well books not always good. not every bookstore has used books that's as well fair. as not, not all every, of them but a lot not of every, them <laughs> not everyone can get to a bookstore not okay. everyone has you're right but try <laughs> try yes we're just asking you guys to try yes okay they have plenty of science fiction thanks to a bookstore that went belly up in the 90s and a centenarian nerd who died in the 2000s lots of biographies but not too many people who died uh during the last two presidencies history if history stopped in 1989 and only referred to white men by name (laughs) uh nothing from before 1800 and not much after 2010 and about a million copies of a million little pieces. The children's room is determinedly vibrant, staffed by a bilingual literacy specialist with a blue streak undercut who cycles between this library and two other smallers in Catskills towns. I will say, I the like the the children's section of the library gives me so much comfort. It does. Because my, my, my mom brought me to the library all the time as a mm-hmm. kid. Like, uh, I well, because my parents couldn't like afford to get me books all the time as a kid, so I only could use the library. And now I'm in like a really fortunate place where I can afford to like buy books for myself, and my parents can afford to get me books as a gift, and I'm really grateful for that. So, but like before they could do that, my only place to read was the like kids section of the library. Um, so like every time I visit my local library and I like see the kids section, I just get like so like happy that it's like yeah. i don't know like, that's still there i guess so many so many emotions my parents are just like whenever i buy books my parents are like you can just go to the library and yeah get for free. my okay well my dad's on like the the um e-reader hype um, my both so. of my parents are on e-reader hype too yeah. and so we'll literally go to the beach and no you know you'd expect like the fucking young kid to pull out like a fucking right. phone no, it's, yeah no, they're it's the ones the pulling kids. out they're pulling out their tablets and i'm pulling out like an actual book right i always just feel like you know that tiktok is like am i better than everyone else what else <laughs> That's how I always feel. I'm like, I just like the smell of the paint. I do, genuinely. The feel no, of flipping. I like that. Ass. Yes, the smell but of books like, is so But it's like it's so, so funny. Where it's like I feel so pretentious, but it's like that's what I like. I yeah. I I have trouble reading on e-readers too. Same. So I can't focus on them. If you can already tell from me, like struggling to read, right? On like this, like because I read on my like my, my Kindle. I don't use my Kindle for reading. I use it for watching Netflix on the treadmill. <laughs> Um, but yes, um, uh, I will say Nick said that he'd give me. He found his old Kindle that he stuck um, a picture of Nagisa from Fifty Percent Off. Uh, what on time? Was in high school, and I asked if I could have it jokingly. He was like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> he was like, "He doesn't read." I have like a really old ass Kindle that like kind of fucking broke and like yeah, barely charges too. so i have one like i just got like a, the newest one oh, and I, I, lo- I love it um i mostly got it because i'm like i need something to watch netflix on on the treadmill and i don't want right. to keep borrowing my mom's ipad and then ipads are like five billion fucking dollars yeah. so. 
sorry yeah. okay sorry uh, we promise we're done with our book rant now sorry um, sorry not sorry sorry not sorry the reader is on the short side sometimes he shows up in a suit the same one gray with a blue sheen and his hair tamed into waves other days he wears his jeans uh grimy with ingrained wear rolled up and sometimes his tan lines don't line up with lines of his shirts on those days finn goes and cleans the bathroom sometimes twice <laughs> whatever his Bruh. posture whatever this his man's posture, down bad he is um whatever his posture when he sits down uh cantilever uh back with his ankles crossed under the table or more often leaning forwards with fingers pressed through his curls that like that just that image i'm like mm-hmm. yeah i'd be down bad too not gonna lie <laughs> um he holds it until some internal alarm goes off and he takes his leave or until finn or one of the other people at the surf desk announces five minutes to close he stands up wincing and stretching and goes to put his book back it's invariably in the right place finn always checks but by the time the reader is long gone and finn returns to his task or to his second job or to the room he's subletting near the creek and sewage treatment plant. The summer will be over soon and the internship with it. Finn will go back up to Albany to finish library school. And before any of you fucking come for me, you do go to college for to, like be a librarian. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were going to like people come for you for something about Albany. For no. <laughs> I was like, why should anyone I don't give a shit about Albany. Albany. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Albany. Um, but no, I, I feel like some people be like... <laughs> library school that sounds fake people do go to college for library you need need, um i think it's you need either a master's or a doctorate to be a librarian it's literally like library sciences or something yes uh one of my great friends from high school he's currently in college to get his like degree to Mm -hmm. do like library stuff Mm -hmm. and then one of my cousins did the same and he actually he did his internship at my local library so yeah like i don't think people realize like being a librarian has a lot to do with research in addition to like just quote unquote just reshelving books and stuff like yeah there's a lot to it yes um he'll leave behind a sterile room with its weird pale carpet and plasticky blinds this grim city with its recently grafted on attempts to attract tourists and its unsettling proximity to the place where he grew up he wonders what the compound at Stair, uh, Stairkill looks like now. He, I, I, I really enjoy how. Sorry, let me let me finish mm-hmm. this thing, and I'm gonna I'll, I'll okay, talk okay. about it. Empty of children in ununiformed, numbered ma- uh, mask rows, and the pale stern went wardens and invigilators moving between them like warnings. I will say, I do a little. Oh my god, wait. Fuck, Can you speak, sorry. Liz? No, my my <laughs> fucked up for a second. Um, I do enjoy how they uh. It, like a lot of Finn's like character and character trauma comes from him being like you know like being forced to grow up like mm-hmm. under the first order and becoming basically them trying to brainwash him to become a um right a stormtrooper so I, I do enjoy that they kind of it's such a huge part of his character him breaking free and him being a defector mm-hmm. so I love how they had it like him breaking free of essentially like a cult right I, I just thought it was a little interesting touch and mm-hmm. I enjoy it because it's it's a huge part of his character and it just shows how strong of a person he is and how strong of a like a will and mm-hmm. willed and like just I'm taking it the, the word is this a one shot or no it's a one shot but it's a long one shot okay. we're not reading all that of makes it. more sense um what was I going to say? He, he's so strong in his morals. Like, he's so mm-hmm. morally right that he's like, fuck this. Like, even if it kills me, I'm going to do right. the right thing. So I love it. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was a nice touch when I was reading mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, he thinks about it again when the reader comes up to the circ desk and holds out a rumpled paper back in both hands. Can you... Oh, sorry. That's you. Oh, okay. Uh, can you check something out for me? He asks... The way this ends, it, it seems like it's asking for a sequel, but there's nothing on the shelf. Do you not have it? Or maybe it doesn't exist? Fucking okay. Library mode, catalog, catalog. Finn half turns and jostles the mouse to wake the screen up. Then he sees the glittering nebula on the book's cover. Oh, he says. No, it doesn't. He has a title and everything. I hope he'll keep writing it, but he hasn't yet. You like Delaney too, huh? What's the sequel called? The Splendor and Misery of Bodies of Cities. Finn says promptly and then drops the mouse in between the desk and modular panel thing that's in front of the desk to keep patrons from getting too close. Shit. <laughs> He'll have to get under the desk. He looks up and the reader smiles at him. Did you want to take- Did, oh, oh, no, that's me. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. That's it. No worries. Did you want to take that, that out, Finn asks? Because if you do, I have to- I think the panels come apart. I can get it out from here. The reader says, disappearing momentarily below the below desk level. I'm bummed there isn't a sequel. I love the world, worlds, universe, whatever you want to call it. I love how rich it is, how it... Somehow, Finn can tell he's gesturing with his ha with the hands that isn't trying to unlatch the panel. How it adds up to itself. The panel trembles, but doesn't otherwise move. I can't get this. The reader says, and his curls appear over the top again, falling by cheeks flushed from stooping and a rueful smile. I spoke too soon. Is that what you like about it? The book? I like how it starts with someone who can't imagine ever wanting to be a person, Finn says, and then he finds a way to do it. He also likes, um, he also likes it that it's not the normal way. The no matter how far Ratkorga comes from what he became, he won't be able to do it the way everyone else does. He'll always need to come at it from a different angle. But that's not the kind of thought you finish for a stranger, even a stranger who looks struck and pleased by the first part of the thought. He ducks down and crawls under the desk. Anyways, he says, emerging with the mouse face, his face to, ah, sorry, his face hot too. Did you want to take it out, or maybe now he'll get to learn the reader's name? I just finished it, and I don't have a card. Happy to sign you up for one, Finn says, librarian mode coming to his aid after all. You know what the librarian's like, do you want to sign up for a library right. card? <laughs> They're so like, excited yes. about it. Yes, I do. Um, all he needs a name and a current address. Uh, that's the thing. I don't have one. A name? Finn realizes too late. I'm like, bro, you're so stupid. This, uh, Finn, he, this man's down bad. Uh, Finn re realizes too late the excitement that entered his voice. In this, somehow, another person like him, but that's ridiculous. And now the best he can hope for is that it'll read as incre incredulity. Let's see. I don't know how to I fucking say that word. I know it, but I don't know how to fucking say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's that you. usually yeah. just ends up how it is here. Yeah. Next line to you, though. Oh, my bad. Uh, no. The reader says, and he's smiling, smiling again for some reason. My name's Poe. I don't have a current address. Oh, okay. Well, if you get one. <laughs> Bro, just give him the fucking library card. I just, I just like, well, if you get one. Yeah. You know. 
you know, Finn's just being stupid because yeah. he's, he's now mad. Um, now Poe is staring at him. That's not the reaction I usually get. He says. To the address thing. I didn't have one for a while, Finn says. I do now. Actually, he has two. His decidedly temporary place here and the longer term temporary apartment over Dr. Kanata's uh, garage. After leaving Starkill. I also like how it's like Star. It's like close to Starkill because he was on like the Starkiller mm-hmm. base. Little, little fun fact. Um, sorry, I'm a nerd. Liz. Uh, <laughs> the way you said that was like the most pick me girl line I've ever heard. I'm sorry, no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I know, but it's like, I know only... you're like, you're like, sorry, you would get it. It's a nerd thing. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. Like, I'm just like, of course, I'm just like, I have to insert the little, like, yeah, you the, know? the Star Wars trivia. The which Star is good because I know nothing, so it's helpful. Mm-hmm. If you guys ever feel like, upset that liz is like talking too much about star wars don't be because like i need it like i literally i'm such a casual fan of the series that i don't know anything so like liz will be just like talking about it and i'm like nodding along pretending yeah. i understand what's going on and i know nothing yeah so, <laughs> I need um, it. yes he'd stay in he'd stayed in a few different places with varying degrees of precarity and safety along with not having a name or a social security number or birth certificate It had made things a little difficult, and normal people had, in fact, reacted oddly, which was why he was determined not to make a big thing of it for someone else. I won't ask. uh, I won't ask you what it is. Oh, Oh, wait, no, that was you. Sorry. I won't ask you what it is. Poe says. But I'd like to know your name. FN two one eight seven. So that was his number in the movies as well. If you don't remember, I remember that. Uh, Yes, Uh, Finn doesn't say. And says the name he chose instead. Oh, good for him. That's you. Oh, good to meet you, Finn. Good to meet you, Poe. He hesitates. If you need a place to sleep sometimes, he says. Damn. He's he's down bad. He's down bad. Very bad. Sir, get some help. There's, um, there's a basement for the stacks and books and books need more or less the same temperature and humidity as people. Poe raises one uh, one brow, which annoys Finn because he can't do it, and also because it turns it turns him on in a way that's frankly unfair. <laughs> um, you do that, huh? He's done it already for a couple of the vets who don't have any place to go. Aww. Good man, Finn. We love it. We yeah, love it. That's nice. I can only do it on nights when I'm closing and then opening again the next day is the only thing. I could give you my number if you have a phone. Poe's expression shifts in a way that Finn has trouble reading. Thanks. He says. I do have a place to say. Places. I wouldn't mind having your number, though. You know, in case. In case. (laughs) Uh, He takes an old keypad, uh, keypad phone with a cracked screen out of his jeans and hands it across the desk. You're f- oh, be my guest. It takes Finn till the last four digits to realize that he's smiling, and when he looks up, Poe uh, when he looks up, Poe is smiling too. Your so- phone is a piece of shit. <laughs> Finn says, handing it back. <laughs> so so polite, ever the gentleman. So, so polite, so polite. Oh, you think? It's not exacting. I don't know how to eating. I don't know. But they're both grinning now. Poe adds, messing with the keypad. 
it also accepts incoming calls. And Finn feels his own phone twitch in his pocket. Are you what? sure that's his phone? That's I think that's his phone. Are you sure that's his phone, Liz? I think that's his phone. I hope that's his phone. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? He thinks. What is happening? He says. Uh, oh, wow. Or, wait, oh, I... are you, or, wait, is that me you or could... you? No, that's me. Oh, okay. Or you could just come up to the desk and ask. I'm mostly here. Me too. Poe says. I mean, you've seen me. I don't have a whole lot else going on right now. Finn wants to ask what he does have going on, but he's wary of asking the kinds of questions people do ask each uh, ask about each other's past. Everything seems so comfortable uh, comfortable asking, and everyone but him seems so comfortable volunteering the answers. He doesn't want to paint anyone else into a corner where he often finds himself. But he wants to know this person, wants to know what he thinks of the books he sits with hour by hour, how he reacts to day-to-day frustrations and pleasures, what his mouth tastes like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, By its closing time, and it's his job to say so. Sorry, but it's closing time, and it's his job to say so. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow, he adds. Magic 8-Ball says signs point to yes. Uh, Poe says, and then makes a complicated face that Finn doesn't does understand, unusually for him, as the face of someone who knows he ought to be embarrassed but isn't. Though Finn isn't sure why that that would embarrass anyone or what a magic eight ball is, I can put that back for you. He offers, waving waving at stars in my pockets like grains of sand where it rests on the desk. And Poe says. Wait, I lost track. Thanks. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and smiles, his eyes crinkling up. Maybe I'm getting better at faces, Finn thinks as he makes the rounds, quietly letting the other patrons know it's time to pack up and head out. That was really cute. Yeah, there's um, there's definitely a lot more of this fic. You should read it if you liked it. It does get more explicit as you read along because, yeah. The... It's a porn one shot. Yes, but um, very cute. I really like it. I love the, just, I, I romanticize library and bookstores, so yes. this is just so up by alley. I love it so much. For sure. It's, um, it's very cute, and, like, as we established, I'm a very casual Star Wars fan, and I greatly enjoyed it, and that's not usually a series I enjoy fix for, so thank you so mm-hmm. much for sharing that with us. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Is there anything else we should add before... Oh, I did want to say, um, we will be hopefully starting to do bi-weekly releases of our Fifty Shades uh, special, probably not this coming week, but we'll probably start with the bi-weekly stuff either the following week or the week after. Mm -hmm. Um, It really depends on our schedules because, like we said, Liz is getting her wisdom teeth out and I'm moving, so it depends on when we're going to be able to record. Yep. But But we do have some stuff recorded already for that, so um, I promise you guys that we we have been doing stuff. Yes, uh, but awesome. Uh, where can we find you on social media, Gabs? Thanks for asking, Liz. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Floydy the Nerd. What about you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok at Lazily Liz. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea. Liz, Truly where can we crazy. find information on the show? 
You can find uh, the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trove Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at Trove Podcast or their Trove Battle for Dominance. If you need to email us for any reason, like suggestions, feedback, any good fix, just for fix in Twilight general, and Maze Runners, Twilight and Maze Runners specifically, we always request please email us at tropedominance at gmail.com. Uh, please rate, follow, subscribe, whatever it, or comment, whatever it is where you listen to this podcast. It helps us a ton. Thank you. Yes. All right. We're signing off. Bye, guys. Bye.